Hola, hola, hola. Muy buenos días, buenas tardes, buenas noches. Soy Scott. Yo espero que ustedes estén muy bien hoy y que, que estén muy contentos y felices. Muy bien. Did you guys notice that? If you're listening to this, then you hopefully listen to episode one of the subjunctive. And I said, espero, I hope, que ustedes, and then estén. Muy bien, right? Remember our first family of subjunctive is those hopes and desires, you know? I'm hoping that you guys are well. If I'm just hoping that I make it on time, well, then I'm just hoping something for me. But now I'm hoping that you make it on time or I'm hoping that you guys are well. Or, you know, I'm putting on you guys or I'm putting on somebody else. Now it makes a subjunctive sense. Muy bien. Okay. Muy bien, amigos. Um, entonces, muy buenos días para mí. Son las 8.40, que estoy en Los Ángeles. Es un día muy bonito, uh, más o menos. Sí, está bien, un poco nublado, pero ni modo, me gusta. Um, muy bien. So, let's continue. Again, subjunctive, we do a little bit more English, but in the end, I think it pays off because, you know, the first part is always the comprehension part. And the second part is the memorization, the implementation part. And that's kind of the muscle part, you know. The comprehension part is more like we use our mind, we understand it. And then once you understand it, that's great. Um, but something that requires more effort, maybe not necessarily mental effort, but just actual, really just forcing yourself to do it is the memorization and um, kind of implementing it. And that is student on Wednesday. She's like, you know, she asked me a really simple but great question. He said, what, what is it? You know, when students are progressing, what is it that you notice that they're doing? Like a student who's doing really well, what type of things are they doing? And to honest, like I had to think about it for a second, but then I realized it's really, you know, they're memorizing. Um, they're putting the time to either make flashcards or do whatever to memorize. Because I think you can comprehend And that's hard, and that's kind of what we're doing in the podcast, but then the other part is this kind of the grunt work. It's not necessarily the most fun, but it is very beneficial, and that is memorization. And I started taking Portuguese classes like a year ago, and I was reminded by learning Portuguese that you have to memorize. So um, everything we're doing now is great, and I hope after this podcast you guys understand things, but now it's time to put in the work and... Memorize. Really, I can't say it any other else, any any other way else. Memorize, memorize, memorize. You memorize um, the conjugations. You memorize words, and by doing so, you know you'll be able to have bigger vocabulary. You'll be able to conjugate verbs easier. So it's no fun, pero es muy importante, muy importante. And I notice those who progress are those who put in the memorization work. Okay. Muy bien, amigos. Okay, so I've decided that how we're going to do this, and it, hopefully it's kind of fun, but, you know, we were talking about families. I thought maybe even better if we divide it almost into like a telenovela, like we have telenovela episodes, more or less, or not episodes, but characters in telenovelas, and each one represents a different part of the subjunctive. So um, our first character that we talked about last time, or I called him a family, but was the hopes and desires. And you notice in um, telenovelas, a lot of times the 
antagonist has some sort of hope and some sort of desire. Now, I guess it's a little different because usually they're not, they're signing something for the desiring something for themselves, or the subjunctive we're desiring something for somebody else. We're putting it on somebody else. We're hoping something for somebody else. Um, but whatever, I think it's kind of fun. Um, there's this one in this billboard that I saw called Made in Manhattan. It's for the telenovela Made in Manhattan. But it's, she's a maid. And I think she's obviously in Manhattan. But you see her and she's kind of pondering and she has this hope. And, and you know, there's a bubble. There's like a little think bubble. And she's envisioning this life of being like in a, you know, upper class society, I guess. And so, um, yeah, there's always that protagonist that, has, um, you know, hopes and desires either for their life and a lot of times maybe for somebody else. But remember, the subjunctive is with, we're putting it on somebody else. There's two people involved. Okay. So you guys remember also that key word. We talked about it last time that that very important word that we use in the subjunctive 95, 98% of the time. K. Moving in. K. So if I'm hoping for somebody to you know, um, work hard. Is that a subjunctive sentence, first of all? Yes, I'm hoping that he works hard, for example. Yes, that is subjunctive. I'm hoping something on somebody else. Now, how do I say I hope? Muy bien. Yo espero. And then what's our little divider word? Que. Muy bien. And now, how do we conjugate that last part? I hope that he works hard. Muy bien. If you said trabajes duro, that's perfect. Don't worry about duro part as much as the conjugation. If you got the conjugation right, awesome. Um, yeah, it's an AR verb. We switch it up to our ERs. Remember, it's a bizarre world. Our ARs become ERs. Our ERs and IRs become ARs. So we're done with the hopes and desires character, the hopes and desires people. Now we're going to talk about another family, another group. Um, and the doubters. So, again, these are called, this is the doubter family or the doubter character in the telenovela. Um, if you ever watch a telenovela, there's always an antagonist. And, you know, somebody kind of, you know, going after the protagonist. Maybe in this telenovela made in Manhattan. Who knows? Maybe it's her boss or something. But, you know, a doubter, a hater. You know, somebody who's, you don't like and the other part of the subjunctive, the other family, is just this, these doubters. And whenever we use a verb that expresses some sort of uncertainty, some sort of doubt, and we're putting that doubt on somebody else, remember again, it has to be somebody else that's like, you know, very necessary and subjunctive, um, we make it a subjunctive sense. So let's use dudar. An A over means to doubt. Um, if I say I doubt, um, I will make it on time. Is that subjunctive? I doubt I will make it on time? No, it's not. Because I'm putting it on myself. Now let's say I doubt you will make it on time. I'm a doubter, I'm a hater, but I'm putting on you now. When we be in, that is subjunctive. Now, to make it on time, we say llegar a tiempo. Use the verb llegar, very 
great verb to know. It has a lot of different meanings. Um, but it means like to arrive. To arrive on time is what we're saying. So it's an AR verb. And how do you think we would do that? Yo dudo que tu llegues a tiempo. All right, I'm a hate or I'm a doubter, but I'm putting on somebody else. Let's try this one. No creo. I don't think. I don't believe. Okay? So I'm going to give you guys sense in English. I'll give you maybe 10, 15 seconds to translate on your own. Um, but if I want to say, I don't think you work hard. All right, I'm a doubter. I'm a hater, and I'm putting on somebody else. Sounds like it's a subjunctive. I'll give you guys a little bit of time to do it on your own. How do you think we'd say it in Espanol, por favor? Muy bien. Yo no creo que tú treba trabajes a tiempo. What if I want to say, I, he doesn't think they work hard. He doesn't think they work hard. Muy bien. Él no cree que ellos, and now it's an AR verb, it's they, we're in bizarre world because it's subjunctive, que ellos trabajen bien. Muy bien. What if I want to say, she doubts you drive well. To drive is manejar. So she doubts you drive well. Muy bien. Ella duda. Or divider word. Que tu manejes bien. Perfecto. And that is, that's pretty much it. I mean, if you understood that first lesson, if not, go back to it again. But if you're understanding the subjunctive, kind of like why we use it, um, now we're just kind of learning our families, learning our different characters in these telenovelas. So we have the hopes and desires, and now we have the doubters, the haters. If we're using a verb that expresses some sort of doubt. So obviously the most common one is dudar. No creo is another sort of one. I don't believe. No pienso. You know, I don't think. Okay? I mean, I'm sure there's other verbs, but those really are the most common, and those are the ones we're going to be using the most. So if you get those down, you'll be good. The other ones you'll pick up, I guess, as you go, but at the top of my head, I can't think of any other ones right now. I'm sure there are. So if somebody's listening to this and like, you idiot, you're missing this one, I'm sorry. But the ones that are coming to me right now are dudo, no creo, no pienso. Now, likewise, if I, was supposed to, if I said creo, so I think she works hard. Is this expressing doubt? I think she works hard. Is it expressing some sort of uncertainty? It's not. Therefore, it will not be subjunctive. So if I want to say, I think she works hard, how do we say it? Como se dice? Muy bien. Creo que ella trabaja duro. Yo creo que ella trabaja duro. I'm not a hater. I'm not a doubter. So it's not subjunctive. I am putting it on somebody else, but again, I'm, I ain't hating. And if I'm not hating, I'm not subjunctive. Even. I'm not doing. It's not the subjunctive. All right. So that's it, guys. It's fairly, hopefully, like this 
is making some sense to you. Again, if you didn't understand that first lesson, no worries. Uh, maybe listen to a couple other times. Um, again, I stress, you know, let me take you through this subjunctive journey because I worry that the other resources, these other books are just too confusing and just overwhelm people. I have this high school student and I looked at her book because she had to take a test on the subjunctive and it was just like, what is this? Why would you do this to these poor children? So, um, yeah, um, follow me and I'll show you the light. Te enseño la luz. Okay. So quick review. We have, we've talked about our two families. All right, in the subjunctive, we have hopes and desires. Yo espero, yo deseo, ella desea, ella espera. Um, yo quiero, ella quiere, él quiere, tú quieres. And then um, we have our doubters. Yo dudo, no creo, no pienso. Ella no piensa, nosotros no pensamos. Ellos no creen. And that's our other family. So we have two so far, and that's it. So um, I think the best homework would be some write out some more sentences. Again, I know it's kind of grunt work, but it's a way to do it, and it'll help with memorization, okay? So um, if you guys could write out 20 more sentences using this doubter family, okay, in the subjunctive, I would be very, very happy. And um, quick, really recap also do you guys remember what we do when we have a verb like tener and if i want to say i doubt you have the money okay now how do we conjugate tener what's that what's that what, what do we do we have to follow a couple of steps but how do we do it good we take the yo form of the verb in the regular form no excuse me in the present form yo tengo then we have to look okay it's an er verb so then we have to make it an ar verb and how would we say it? ¿Cómo se dice? Muy bien. Dudo que tengas el dinero. I doubt you have the money. Dudo que tengas el dinero. If I want to say, I think you have the money. Ooh. Is this subjunctive now? I think you have the money. I believe you have the money. It's not, right? We're not expressing um, any sort of doubt we're certain we're fairly certain you have the money so it's not subjunctive so how do we say it como se dice muy bien yo creo que tu tienes el dinero muy bien I gotta pay rent today so hopefully my landlord is not a doubter he, he, he's knows hopefully he's not using subjunctive on me because I do got I have it yo lo tengo <laughs> okay muy bien amigos so that's it guys um, again review the first one that's where we really get into um like when and why and you know how we conjugate in this subjunctive but now we just got to memorize these families and that's it so we have the hopes desires and we have the doubters um muy bien amigos and again um 20 sentences por favor um write them out and again memorization memorization with vocab i'm doing a lot a lot of short stories with my students and um, there's some great vocab words in there. And when we memorize, we increase our vocab, and we can speak better. So comprehension first, memorization after. And memorization, it's not it's necessarily like hard to comprehend. It's, just, it's, it's, it's again, as I've said it like 10 times now, but it's grunt work. But it's, we have to do it, okay? So muy bien. Pente oraciones, 20 sentences, por favor, para la tarea. Y nos vemos la próxima vez, ¿ok? Otra vez. Espero que ustedes tengan...
una, un fin de semana muy, uh, un, un muy buen fin de semana. Hoy es viernes para mí, entonces, um, sí, y, y nos vemos la próxima vez. Muchas gracias y que tenga un muy, pero muy bonito día. Hasta luego. And I promise we'll, 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 we'll make it. And it's going to be, it's going to be great. All right. So stick with me. All right. So what have we learned so far? What word is always implied? Or what word do we always use in the subjunctive? Muy bien. ¿Qué? Now, when I am using subjunctive, what, 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 what? We know the sentence has a K in it, but it has something else. It's, it's just me talking about myself and what I want myself to do, or is it me talking about myself and I want what, what I want or I need or what I hope that other people do? Maybe it's about other people. I want it, or maybe she wants it, but I, or whoever the subject of the sentence is, is kind of putting it on somebody else. So it's not like he wants to go. It's more like he wants that you go. It's not that we want to leave. It's we want that they leave. Okay? You know, it's not that I need to eat. It's I need you to eat. Alright? Good. And then we conjugate him a little weird. Right? It's bizarro world. Our AR verbs become... And ERIR verbs and our ERIR verbs become AR verbs. And our always our way to just know 100% sure how to conjugate it, we look at that yo form of the verb. And if it's a little irregular, no worries, we're just going to stick with that yo form. So, you know, like we did venir, okay, the yo form is vengo, it's vengo, it's an IR verb, so now we say venga, vengas, venga, vengamos, vengan. Alright? We're almost done. Um, Because now we're going to, and by the way, now you guys understand a big part of it. Now it's just figuring out, okay, now when do we use it? So what we're going to do at each podcast is going to do this. We're going to talk about a certain family of uses of the subjunctive tense. Now what I don't like about other resources I've checked out is it just kind of don't really divide it into families. It's just kind of like, you know, use it here, use it there. And again, they use these big grammatical terms and it's just like, ugh. Whatever. Today we're going to talk about our first family of subjunctive uses, and it's called the wants and desires. Ooh, deseos y esperanzas. Sounds like a telenovela, kind of, right? So, in our first telenovela, our first family of subjunctive, of uses of the subjunctive, and our first episode, I guess, is going to be wants and desires. All right, so we're just going to focus on three types of verbs, or th it's not three types of verbs, three verbs specifically. We're going to focus on the verb esperar, we're going to focus on the verb querer, and we're going to focus on the verb necesitar. All right, so esperar means to hope or to wait, querer means to want, and necesitar means to need. Now, If I want to say, let's just use the verb esperar. If I want to say, I want 
who eat. How would we say that? Muy bien. Now, I kind of screwed up there. I said um, we're going to use the verb use the verb esperar, but I actually used the verb querer. So um, hopefully you guys said quiero comer. I'm sorry about that. So let's just focus on the verb um, querer. Um, so I want to say I want to eat. Quiero comer. Okay, sorry. We're going to focus on the verb querer, not esperar. Sorry about that. And I, I'm already 20 minutes into it, so I don't want to start over again. So, sorry, but, um, so I want to eat. Quiero comer. All right? Now, that's, is that a subjunctive sense or no? It's not, right? I want to eat. I'm not putting it on anybody else. I want to eat. Now, as we mentioned before, our subjunctive senses involve two people. So what if I want to say... I want you to eat. Well, now we have a subjunctive sentence. So, I want, how do we say it? ¿Cómo se dice? Muy bien. Yo quiero. Now, I'm putting it on somebody else. So, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to use that word que. Now, the que is going to divide, I'm not talking about math, so don't, don't freak out. Like, oh, no, now he's using math. No, 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 no. But it's going to split what I want from, the, the, from me, the subject, from that other person. So now it's going to be yo quiero que. I want that. And now whatever comes after the subjunctive, that verb that comes after the subjunctive is going to be, excuse me, the verb that comes after the que, the verb that comes after the que is going to be conjugated in the subjunctive because I want you to eat so I'm putting it on somebody else so I say the yo quiero and then that que we'll think of that kind of like a wall it's kind of like dividing me from the other person and now I want you to eat so yo quiero que now the verb is comer and let's use it in like the two form so remember how do we conjugate our subjunctive verbs it's a little weird Muy bien. Yo quiero que tú... How do we do it? It's an ER verb. We put into an AR verb. Yo quiero que tú comas. All right? We just did our first subjunctive sense. Did that make sense, guys? ¿Sí tiene sentido? Yo quiero que tú comas. All right? So, let's just go over that. We have two people involved. I want, and then I want someone else to do it. We use that K to divide me from that other person. It's kind of like the divider, the, the wall between the two. And then we conjugate that verb after the K in the subjunctive. And that's it. So again, this family is all about wants and desires. I want that you do this. I need that you do this. Or we hope that they can do this. All right. So a lot of times our subjunctive um, tenses and this family specifically talks about those things things that we hope things that we want things that we need that other people do okay let's try another one I need you to work alright subjunctive sentence subjunctive sense or not yes 
Yes, it is. It is a subjunctive sense. All right? So let's start it off. I need, como se dice? Muy bien. Yo necesito. Now it's, I need you to work. So, now I said my part. I said, yo necesito. And now I'm talking about somebody else. I'm putting it on somebody else. So what's that one word that we always use as subjective sentences that's going to divide me from that other person? Que. Muy bien. So yo necesito que. All right. We're almost there. The verb is trabajar. It's an AR verb. We're in bizarre world. So how do we change it? And we use it in the to form. Muy bien. Necesito que tú trabajes. Muy bien. Are we getting it? Espero que sí. Speaking of esperar, let's use the verb with esperar. So now let's I hope. I hope you come to the party. Alright? Subjunctive sense or not. It is, right? Yeah. I hope that you come. If it was just like, I hope to come or I hope, um, uh, you know, I hope I'm there. No, just me. Now I'm hope. I hope that you come to the party. All right. So I hope. How do we conjugate that? Muy bien. Espero. All right. So I did my part. Now I'm talking about the other person. So what's that word we're going to put there? To divide the two? The wall? Que. Muy bien. And now, we have the verb to come, venir. And what's the yo form of venir? Vengo. And it's an IR verb. So now, it's bizarre world time. We make our IR verbs, AR verbs. Entonces, como se dice? I'll give you guys five seconds to say it out loud. Muy bien. Yo espero que tú vengas. Perfecto. Alright, how are we doing so far? Does this make sense? If for any second you're just like, I'm lost, go back, you know, take your time with this. The most important part is you don't get overwhelmed because when you get overwhelmed, it's easy to then just want to go, ah, whatever, I can't do it. You can do it, alright? If In no words, if you have to go back and listen to it again, um... But just try to stick with me again. That's, I'm, I'm just trying to stick with me and let me take you through this because I just I don't I worry about those other resources out there. I just feel like they make it so much more confusing than it has to be. All we've done so far, we've talked about the importance of the word K. We've talked about how the subjunctive normally um, we'll always use two people. We've talked about the conjugations, and now we talked about this first family, the wants and desires. Okay, subjunctive, you know, is used a lot of times when I'm wanting, I'm desiring, or I need that somebody else does something, okay? And that's just the first family we've talked about, and that's all we're going to talk about today, all right? So, let's do two more. Let's go back to the verb querer, but now let's say we want, all right? We want you to write, all right? We want you to write, I probably put something, uh, a, a paper, an ensayo, like an essay, okay? So we want, como se dice? 
What do you mean? Queremos. All right, so we've done our part, and now we're putting on that other person. So what's that word we use? The subjunctive word? Que. Muy bien. So we put the que in there. And now, we want you to we want you to write. So write, como se dice, to write the verb. Muy bien, escribir. Escribir. It's an I a verb. So now, what do we do? I want you to write. You got five seconds to say it out loud. Muy bien, queremos que tú escribas un ensayo, por favor. Muy bien, what if it was I want her to write a paper? Muy bien. Okay, so, did I say I want or we want? All right, if it was we want her to write a paper. Muy bien, queremos que ella Escriba un ensayo. Alright. What if it's, we hope that she writes a paper. Muy bien. Muy bien. Esperamos que ella escriba un ensayo. What if it is, we need her to write a paper. Necesitamos que ella escriba un ensayo. What if it was, we need to write a paper? <gasps> what? No, it's not subjunctive, right? We need to do it. We're not putting it on somebody else. We're doing it. Necesitamos escribir un ensayo. Muy bien, guys, that's it for this family, all right? So, let's do a quick recap. Subjunctive. We use two people. And we always use that word K. So, it's kind of us or we or them, but we're putting on somebody else. And K is the divider between the subject of the sentence and whoever else is being put on. Divides the two. It's the buffer. The buffer zone. It's the wall. I used to live in Nogales, Arizona. I learned a lot of my Spanish because I was living in, on the border of Mexico. And uh, I lived in this place called Nogales, Arizona, which is a really fascinating town that people don't know about. Um, I don't know if you guys ever saw the movie Traffic with Benicio del Toro, but um, a lot of it's filmed in Nogales. And he actually, when he won the Oscar for it, he thanked the city of Nogales. But it's a fascinating city, town, really small town. That half of it's in Arizona, the other half's in um, Sonora, Mexico. And there's a wall that divides the two. And it's, I always think of it as kind of like, wow, the, Ameri you know, the North American version of you know, Cold War Ber Berlin. There's like East Berlin, West Berlin, and a wall dividing the two. We kind of have the same deal going on. I mean, it's not as like extreme, I guess, as was back then. But it is like this, this, this one town divided by, you know, that... that that's divided by a wall, and one town's in the United States. The other, t the, I mean, one half's in the United States, and the other half is in uh, Mexico. And there's really like, and you can walk up right to the wall, and you look to the other side of Mexico, and you just see obviously like you know huge differences between the two. 
but it was muy interesante. And it's also the only part of the United States that has older signs and kilometers. If you go to Nogales, it's like, you know, 40 kilometers to Tucson, and you're still in the United States. And so I don't, I've heard, when I was living there, I heard different theories as to like why that happened. Like, like the United States is going to like go to the metric system. And so they started Nogales for some reason, but then decided not to, but they kept all the signs. I have no idea why. But if you go to Nogales, they don't have miles. There. All the signs are going to be in kilometers. So, anywho. So, I guess we can think of that K as kind of the wall, more or less. Um, muy bien. So, um, two people, always using K, and the only family. And then, when we're conjugating it, it's going to be in bizarre world. All right? We... AR verbs become ER and IR verbs, vice versa. ER and IR verbs become AR verbs. And then the only family we spoke about today was our wants and desires. And we use these three verbs, esperar, querer, and necesitar. And we just focused on those. Now, there's other verbs that we can use, you know, um, that are kind of in the same family of wants and desires. Another example would be desayar, to desire. Yo, I want, I desire that you eat, you know, kind of a very passionate way of telling somebody, I desire that you eat, you know, some of these enchiladas. But that's another example. But let's just focus on these three verbs. And then as you guys get comfortable, you'll start to pick up other verbs. And be like, well, wait a minute. That verb sounds like it would kind of, you know, belong in the wants and desires family. Um, you know, recomiendo, I recommend. You know, that's another one that we could throw in there. But you'll kind of pick that up as you go. Let's just focus on these three verbs. And then slowly, as you feel more comfortable, you can start, you know, using other verbs that would belong in this family. But the most common ones are going to be these three. Esperar, querer, and necesitar. All right? So, um, any questions, guys, always, always, please just um, email us at info at strolmantutoring.com. Please don't hesitate. Um, you know, I'll get back to you in the same day. And, um... Our homework, and please, again, in order for me to guide you through this valley, you need to do what I say. So do what I say, um, but in a nice way. But is to write out 30 sentences using the subjunctive. Write them out, physically, you know. Yo espero que, esperamos que, queremos que. After 30 times of doing that, it will be in there. And really the way I learned the subjunctive and was this writing it writing out a lot of senses and also kind of make up senses in my head a lot um but you know i think that's kind of like the only you know, the best way to learn it um and then eventually the more you kind of practice it eventually it'll just come out naturally i promise you that because it happened to me and it was amazing okay so um but let's start out we got to put a little work into it so i'm going to be doing another one of these podcasts on our second family of uses of the subjunctive um, on next Friday. So until then, write, um, listen to this podcast as many times as you need to. Please write with any questions that you might have and then um, write out those 30 senses using the subjunctive and using these verbs from the wants and desires family. Okay? Muy bien, muy bien, amigos. So I'm sorry for all the English. Disculpes por todo el inglés que, que hablé, pero uh, creo que es necesario. Ok, muy bien, ok, gracias amigos, preguntas, cualquier cosa, um, aquí estamos, info, arroba, strowmantutoring.com, y muy bien, muchas gracias, hasta luego.